Two Broke Watch Knobs podcast is an online discussion dedicated to urology and the in-depth coverage, review, and assessment of high-quality, affordable timepieces. There may be instances of strong language, and this podcast is intended for a mature audience. Sit back and enjoy. Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz. You are listening to Two Broke Watch Snaps. You have made it, motherfucking, you have made it to episode 52, one year anniversary, and we're here with a super awesome special guest, Terry, I fucked your mother, Williams, from Toxic Nados. What is up, dude? <laughs> What's going on, brother? That's so dirty, dude. <laughs> she does like midgets <laughs> and Mexicans, so. And here we are. Here we are, dude. Nice. But yeah, so so it's been a year. Um, we've been doing this show for a year. Uh, Terry is our special guest for today. For you guys who've been listening for a long time, or if you jumped in and started at the beginning, you know that Terry was probably he was the he was the first guest. Actually, so super super funny, Terry. You were I think the first person to ever email us. <laughs> yeah, we had we had sex bots before. Yeah, dude. But the the inbox was mostly empty, and then an, <laughs> an email from. From Toxic Natos came in. I, th- I think. It's, it, I think it wasn't I in. trying to sell you a lingerie or something? Or <laughs> you were asking us where you could buy lingerie. Like oh, dude, you have to make toxic fleshlights. Can you get? Can you get like Asian manufacturing on that? Yeah, they like can the change toxic colors NATO. as you uh, accelerate. <laughs> and if it gets too long, you can use a lighter and a dime to cut them in half, guys. So it's totally cool. Nice. Uh, Be like a kaleidoscope. <laughs> you can look into it. <laughs> you hear it here, folks. Kaleidoscope flesh, uh, fleshlights. Only by toxic. On the show. Only by, only, <laughs> only by motherfucking toxic natives, guys. All right. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a fun episode. Um, uh, we have a lot to get through. Uh, we are going to keep this episode within certain time parameters, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but um, Michael, should we honor tradition? Should we do quick wrist checks and then should we let Terry do a wrist check? Hey, last thing, I'll throw in a spring bar tool with the fleshlight. My bad. He's gonna throw in a spring bar tool for you to lo- for you to use at the juncture of flesh to fleshlights in order for you to properly kind of dearticulate the the tool from your tool. So very generous, super fuck, super fucking generous. Uh, yeah, Mike, I've been talking way too much, man. What 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 watch are you wearing? Yeah, we can start the wrist check. My my dog is already playing with the toy in the back. So <laughs> business as usual. Business um, as usual. So today I'm wearing a uh, CWC Royal Navy Diver. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I chased this watch for a while, and I'm wearing it on the newly acquired Bond uh, black and gray Toxic Shiznit. I thought it was appropriate for the uh, the occasion. So <laughs> uh, really liking the strap, really liking the watch. And actually recently, just yesterday, CWC released the, uh, the 1980 reissue of this watch that I found. Oh, cool. Uh, for two and a half thousand dollars. Oh my god, that is <laughs> crazy, dude! Jeez. So you have right. the so, vanilla version, and they released yeah. the urine version. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy though. So this <laughs> this watch is like a it's like a no date kind of no nonsense mill sub style dive watch. Uh, it looks great with the the Bond Toxic Shiznit, and it's it's an actual tritium dial. So mm-hmm. um, it's from two thousand two and. I noticed that the tritium is actually already starting to get fluffy, which is what happens in um, in like older watches with like these like thick applications of the tritium. Um, is, and is, like, is that the technical term? Get fluffy? What? I've yeah. never. I've it, really. I've never. I, I didn't know that tritium. <laughs> it's, I, probably, I, it's it's not the technical. It's term, the Reddit but term. Like, tritium. 
It's the yeah, so is it, does is it weird, dying? weird things. It's uh, it's it definitely doesn't glow. It like, like expands like, almost. Interesting. Yeah, it's almost like it's absorbing it start- moisture. I think. Yeah, it starts. It starts to balloon a little bit. Yeah. Uh, like if you look at like an old Rolex, like fifty-five, like twelve or something, the the markers are kind of like they're puffy. I don't know. It's it's I don't know. How to say, but the new one, I had no idea. The one they released to uh, yesterday actually, it looks kind of like. I don't have a problem with faux patina, but it looks like it looks fake, man. It looks like weird. Like they use like yellow nail polish or something. It, dude, it's kind of faux, kinda, faux patina weird. is in faux patina is in like motherfucking sin, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. But yeah, but it's a you know it's it's a good kind of solid dive watch. It's a part of the the mill sub family and um you know kind of the so the second I I bought this watch, I ordered a gray shiznit and then. <laughs> Not long ago, I ordered a like a Bond Shiznit, and I kind of switched it on on this watch. And those straps only go on this watch. I don't know why. <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> I reserved those straps for this watch. You know what's crazy is they had to been getting a hell of a discount to use Rolex before CWC. Oh like, yeah, but it was sti- it. but it was still expensive. It was still the Ministry of Defense was kind of like this is still too expensive. We're switching to quartz CWC. But but they did use point. Rolex or Tudor for a while, so I'm saying that they must have still yeah. been getting a killer price from from those mm-hmm. guys to even use them. Yeah. And in all honesty, yeah. CWC and Seiko carry more clout in the special forces mm-hmm. arena, in my opinion, than than the Rolex or Tudor. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think I think CWC some some guys probably. Um, some guys probably still have theirs. Yeah, and longevity-wise, um, you know, yeah, it's a better product for longevity. Yeah, you see actual. I mean, these days you still see actual quartz um, issued CWC divers like pop up on Watch Recon and stuff like that um, from like dudes that actually had it. You know, yeah. so well, it's a uh, smarter. You don't really see that with no anymore. Purchase right, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. What? But um, that's that's what I'm wearing. How about you, Kaz? I am proudly wearing. It has been a while because I had it away on loan. I am wearing my Seiko Samurai Blue Lagoon, and for the first time, this is the first NATO I've had on. I'm have I have it on a toxic NATO, uh, toxic shiznit right now. That gray. I can't even say this word. My learning disability cur- like kicks in. Admiralty? Is that am I saying that shit right, Terry? Sure. Admiral. Hell if sure, I know, yeah, dude. Yeah. I just tried to match I'm- the color. <laughs> I, don't give a shit I don't know how this. I don't know how this ad admiralty. Yeah, fuck. It, it, you know, you know. It's it's called Katmandu. I'm I'm working on the toxic shit in Katmandu, <laughs> and uh, it's 22 millimeters. I think it's fucking it's super cool. I was afraid since this watch, since this Bolivian um, Samurai is a bit beefier. I was afraid with this extra extra NATO dongage, it was going to sit a little high on my wrist. But honestly, it's not. So that means either the thing is contoured very well, or I have a fat wrist, fat enough for it to recess enough close to my bone. I don't know, but. I think it's great. It definitely adds um, it adds a bit of visual sort of flexibility to the watch because on the bracelet, it's a, it's a it's a beefy watch. I think it's sometimes hard to tell in photos, you know. But um, does the bracelet person, taper at all? It does, but not much. Does it? I can't. It's yeah. 20 I to, mean, if it, twenty-two to twenty, I think. So yeah, it's if very it does, small. it's honestly not noticeable. Yeah, I could huh. barely notice it. So, um, but I, I love this watch. I, I, you know, as, as most listeners will know, I was going on a pretty hardcore watch selling purge. Um, and for a while this was on the chopping block, but I have since then, um, 
realize the error of my ways. The scales have fallen from my eyes on the road to Seiko, and I realized I was I was making a fucking giant <laughs> mistake. <laughs> I'm not selling this goddamn watch, so I'm keeping it. And it's super cool on the Shiznit. This is the 22 millimeter one. This is the same Shiznit you've seen on my Orient Christmas Chrono JDM. Um, it's having some play right now on uh, playtime on the Seiko uh, uh, Blue Lagoon Samurai, and yeah, it's just it's it's super cool. I think it's great that the. So just just to shout out also, there's a lot in this episode I want to cover, and just to let everyone know, I am half a drink in, which means in like regular drinking terms, I'm seven drinks in. <laughs> so who knows what the fuck this is gonna have? <laughs> okay, we're celebrating, man. This is the, this is a one year of episodes. So I'm drinking the scotch I stole from my parents when I left home ten years ago. Nice. The good shit. The good the shit. The dirty Plus scotch. The- the dirty scotch, the, the 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 pilfered scotch. You know what I'm saying? Your cats have probably yeah, urinated have the, have it so many times. It's flavored. Dude, isn't that like good? Isn't isn't that what they do in do in Vietnam? Weasels piss on coffee beans and they put those coffee beans in like drinks and you drink it. Yeah. So maybe it's or like somebody's wrecked them and then they drink it or something. I don't remember. They drink it out of that person's rectum. <laughs> I think that's how it works. Well, you <laughs> you know that samurai has an angled. Uh, case on it well the the lugs mm-hmm. are like squared off and then angled so that's what makes it wear so nice yeah it, it's it's a really cool watch i'm i'm i love the case that it's it's i would have been very upset if i did go ahead with my plants and sell it so i'm rocking it on this uh oh yeah i was talking about the shiznit so just to let everyone know there's a lot we got to get to you know one year uh, anniversary super super cool we have a really cool fun announcement in regards to Terry and and two work watch knobs towards the end, so that's just like a special gift. You guys will hear about it towards the end. I don't want to say it right now. Uh, we also have details about the three thousand follower uh, uh, two work watch knobs giveaway because every time we hit a thousand followers, we're going to give a watch away, come hell or high water. Uh, but I wanted to talk about this shit specifically because at the time of this um, episode airing on fucking uh, October sixteenth or whatever. Uh, there will be a review of the Toxic Shiznit on the Two Broke Watch website. Two, mm, there it is, my learning disability hmm. kicking in. Two Broke Watch Snobs website. There you go. <clears throat> go and read about it. I mean, a lot of people email us about it. A lot of people DM us and ask us questions about it. Um, so for those who are super, super curious about the watch, you know, there'll be a really fun write-up on there. And as always, just to let everyone know, Terry, who's on the show right now, is super super approachable he's super super accessible you know dm email whatever you have questions about the strap anything that will let you know how awesome this fucking thing is definitely hit him up i mean he loves he loves talking about this shit anyway right terry yes but i spend more time on red tube so yeah don't cut into <laughs> terry's red tube time um, i have three to guys five minutes that i perform you know hold all comments until afterwards you're you're, you're a red tube guy man that that's like <laughs> I'm trying. It's like AIDS for your computer, man. There, there are better things out there. I'm working towards it. I'm building up to it. <laughs> I'm almost 50, so I don't know how much more building there, up I can do, but I'm working on it. There are better ways, man. I'm spilling, I'm spilling, I'm spilling pilfered scotch. I mean, a lot of celery. Everything. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of zinc supplements. Yeah. A lot of celery. I'm trying to produce the- more. <laughs> Well, yeah, what, man, too good. Wait, but um, what watch are you wearing, Terry? Yeah, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, 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 we're on a goddamn schedule. Well, Terry, what are you wearing for the wrist check? Honestly, uh, see, since uh, I'm a dork and uh, I trashed ODB, <laughs> hopefully that whore will be back soon. Which um, we'll talk about. We'll talk about that later. So I'm wearing a Seiko 7 Charlie. You know what? I almost messed up. A seven five four eight quartz from 
think it's the late eighties. I don't, I don't get into research and serial numbers and stuff. I just buy what I like. Wow. Um, well, if I can afford it, I'll buy it. And it's just a basic <laughs> quartz. It's pretty much a SKX, but a quartz version before the SKX came out. And, and yeah. it's a super versatile watch because the movement's dirt cheap. It's plastic. Uh, you can replace oh. it with other movements if it dies. I think the Pulsar Y513 uh, drops right in in case this movement dies. Oh. And also the Seiko 7546 Sports, it's called, which is an ugly-ass sport diver. So huh. you can rob the movement out of it and rebuild these. Uh, but a lot of watch heads that's been around for a while, I used to take this movement and uh, dial and put them in 6309s because it's a cushion case. So they were called hybrids. But uh, I've come back to this. <laughs> I've owned this version like 30-something times now. I, I think it'll be here for a little while, but you never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> and So was this an eBay find? This one actually, uh, a guy I know that uh, is a Seiko nerd too, just was moving mm-hmm. pieces so that he can get the uh, new 62 Moss re-edition whatever thing. Ah. And... It was refurbished like 10 years ago by a guy that used to be one of the top Seiko watchmaker guys. I don't want to okay. say his name because now he sucks balls. But uh, <laughs> So it's been refurbished, but it was like 10 years ago, which on, on this type of movement, it's still a fresh service, you know, because wow. it doesn't go bad really often. Uh, yeah. But there's another I'm, version of this that I was going to say, which is a 7 Charlie 43. I've owned a lot of those, and it's a more of a a metal movement like uh, the Grand Seiko Quartz's. It's a, it's wow. a metal quartz okay. movement, but I've had a lot of issues with those on services, and they pretty much goof up a lot. This one's more robust. Yours is a is a Pepsi, right? Yeah, it's, like it's Pepsi. the Pepsi. And uh, um, I like the Pepsi version because Seiko does this retarded blue that you can't, you can't tell is blue unless you put it next to a black watch. <laughs> But it's yep. cool in that sense. Yep. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm looking at a photo on your feed down. You have it on a, on like a green toxic uh, royal. This time, I have it on. I do wear it on a green roll a lot. This time, I have it on a charcoal roll. I wear the rolls nice. a lot just because uh, I call it the kiss strap. Keep it simple, stupid. Uh, mm-hmm. They're real mm-hmm. basic, and uh, you don't have any any extra height, and you just throw it on and go. Yep. But uh yeah, I like this in my SKX a lot. Uh But this one's it's the exact same thing as SKX. Just the quartz. Yeah. Nice. So the thing is that that quartz movement was 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 service replaced whatever it was 10 years ago, so you're good to go. So I'm always curious and and you might have insight on this just because you you know, you deal a lot with these types of issues in regards to like looking at old watches, repairing old watches, having people that you know work on everything like that. If you buy, so let's say I bought uh, from eBay like a 30 year old quartz, and uh, uh, is it normal for those quartz movements to like be like melted on the inside? Because I feel like I've seen some and it just looks like, looks like a horse sneezed in them 40 years ago <laughs> and they've just been like rusting since then. Are those salvageable or if you see something like that, on eBay and it's fifty bucks. Don't even bother. It's not worth it. Those like, what are, is your opinion on that? Those are usually shit movements because what okay. happens is that some some jackass 
probably me, <laughs> bought some cheap battery at, you know, some kiosk in a mall. It's not even a, a, a decent battery. And then the battery leaks and then it, it eats up the oh, plastic shit. parts of the movement. So then you're screwed pretty much. But it, if the quartz movement is still available, you know, like the, was it? I don't know. No, you say name Redonda 515. The Ronda, Ronda, like yeah, those are like thirteen dollars. So if it has something like that, you can replace it forever. But uh, okay. uh, a lot of those are one-offs, you know. And Seiko made a lot for Pulsar and Citizen and this and that. So sometimes you can switch them around and all that stuff. But usually they're screwed. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I know. It's enough. It's enough. Unless you can but, make um, movement holders to fit something else in there, you know. Well, I probably can with a three D printer. <laughs> you could. Or I, I've bought a few from uh, some of those Philippine uh, repop shops that, you know, recondition uh, Seiko divers. Uh, a lot of them mm -hmm. just do shitty work. And, and uh, I've gotten some that had double back tape as a movement holder, you know. Jesus. It's like, what the <laughs> so, hell? <laughs> it, it's so funny this came up. I know this wasn't on the agenda, but I want to talk about it anyway just because we have Terry here and he brought it up. Dude, what's your what – so, I mean, I guess you kind of just gave some insight into your opinion because, like, I'm – so right now I am on a huge – I'm hunting for like a vintage Orient. And so it's something similar to what I've seen with vintage Seikos. So many are coming out of like Thailand and, and India. And like they look super, super clean, but there's always still that like bit of hesitation. So so for, for me coming from Russian watches, if I see something from Bulgaria, that's totally normal. But is that necessarily the same case if I'm looking at a vintage Seiko or Orient is coming out of Thailand? In your experience, is that basically just gonna look pretty, but have just a bunch of like like a hunk of dog shit on the inside? Like 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 what is your even experience in that? Well, yeah, I bought a lot from them. What it happens okay. is a lot of the ones from the Phil Philippines are big uh, reconditioners, and the reason why is because a lot of Seiko divers were sold in the PX or the military exchange stores oh, in the okay. Philippines, so they ended up on the market downtown, you know, when they got wore out or anything. So a lot of those guys buy them for, you know, a couple cents on a dollar and then they recondition mm. them and put them on eBay. And it's not to say they're all bad because there's a few guys that are really good, but you know, they only have access to so many things. So right. a lot of crystals will be glued in. So if, if, if the bones are good, you can do something with it. Like if the movement's all there, they'll usually over old the shit out of it. And all you do is you put a big sponge in there and suck it all out. Wow, they put that much oil oh, in there. Oh, dude, you open them up and <laughs> shit's like dripping yeah. out. Or the, or you Jesus. can look at a date wheel and it's like a different color. It's because there's too much oil in it. But you wow. can get them serviced and and you know save them, and they're not really jacked. Now India is a different story. India mm -hmm. is doing a lot of copies, aqua divers, okay, uh, shit. Seiko, a lot of citizens, and you can. There was a guy few years ago they were selling them on watch you seek and and uh they all had the same serial number and they were aqua divers and they were like eighteen hundred dollar watches while they're stamping the case and you know the case backs oh, and they were man. fake so those watches are, oh, those are overt counterfeits not repairs or just like straight up straight up counterfeits. Fake made watches wow there's there's seiko bullheads coming out like that uh out of out of india a lot i wouldn't buy shit from india straight up because right. they're the main place that's making copies right now that's good to know a lot of a lot of the vintage orients that i've been looking at they're coming out of india so no honestly they're they're probably it, just from your experience i should probably stay away from those that's good to know yeah the, the orient divers some of their is it a king to call it 
there's a king there's like a king crystal or whatever i think king you know, cobra i don't know it sounds like a porno like name, that but uh it's <laughs> yeah, a killer exactly. watch it's like 44 millimeters i think they did a, a re-edition a few years ago mm-hmm. and that's a dope watch but yeah you know you can't get parts for citizen man there it they, there's no structure like seiko right yeah you know yeah that's, that's definitely another issue we've talked about on the on the show super super cool um, so there's a lot of stuff I want to jump to uh, jump into, but I want to uh, I want to I want to ask a very general question, Terry, to you because it's been a year since you've been on. Um, uh, your I know your business has grown. Obviously, we have a lot more listeners. A lot of our listeners love what you do, not just the products, but what you do and how you do it. I've had super candid conversations with, with people, and they're just like, "Yeah, man, I got this, got the toxic NATO rubber in. Hey, man, I got the toxic NATO shoes knit in. Super cool. I don't know how the fuck Terry's making money." And I'm like, I don't know either, dude. He's, he's 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 working those margins to put awesome products in everyone's hands because that's the right thing to do. Because there are more people out there doing the wrong thing than the right thing. And so, like, if you guys are ever wondering why we talk about Toxic NATO so much, it's because it's one of those businesses, and because obviously it's just Terry that you that we believe in to the point where that's that's it. Like, if I think NATOs, I'm thinking Toxic NATOs. So, so, so just given the fact that you're on the show so long ago and now we're here, you were here for our 52nd, you know, uh, one year anniversary special. So again, thank you for being on there. Like how has the business evolved in the past year? Super general question I know, but just out of curiosity, in your opinion, how are things going? It's, it's progressing. Um, hmm. Part of the problem is, is like you just said, I, I don't charge much. Um, I don't have uh I'm not one of those people who are like, oh, let's mark this up 300% or whatever. That's not me. I'm sorry. Um, right. Because no, good. Um, I wouldn't be able to feel good about myself if I was doing that. And also, uh, my wife would probably cut my balls off if she found <laughs> out because she doesn't play that either. You know, you get your money's worth. That's that's the whole point of this uh, venture is that um, I'm not here to screw anybody. Well, mm-hmm. shit, I want to get screwed. Never mind. But uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's to provide a good product. And, and especially I'm a big Seiko guy. So, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of it caters towards Seiko and, and some Rolex. But uh, it's hard. You know, we've progressed quite a bit. But as you start trying to develop more products, um, they cost more. So... Sure. You know, like I just started making uh, as a trial run some 24 millimeter straps in the Shiznit version, which is a very expensive damn strap. And yeah. and the first round went great. The second round kind of slowed down. So now I'm like, okay, what happened to all these guys that uh, wanted 24 millimeters that talked all this uh, stuff? So it it's tough for me because just because I like a product doesn't mean it's going to sell. Like the toxic rolls, I put a lot of money into those. They do not sell great. They sell decent. But uh, they're one of my favorite straps because of the simplicity of it. But yeah. it doesn't work for everybody else, you know? And and hey, I have I have a question about the, the Royals, by the way. Mm-hmm. So I love those straps. Um, and I think I've even bugged you a bit about <laughs> try, trying to find some more. So the ones the ones you have on, on the site now... Um, you call them Blue Falcon? Well, no. So you, there's you, there's uh, two different versions. Uh, the original ones that I had were just Toxic Rolls, and now I have ones called Toxic Rolls XL. And the only difference is is that the hardware is brushed, and it's a mm-hmm. longer 
strap because the older ones were nice, but they were uh-huh. they were for a smaller wrist. So I got so uh, many okay. complaints about, you know, hey, I'm a fat white dude. Can you make longer straps? And I'm like, hey, you're fat. Perfect. I'm fat. You know, <laughs> let's make them. But uh, uh, and then I have the Blue Falcons because they were the first iteration I was trying to do. And uh, the the manufacturer jacked me on them. So basically what happened, Blue Falcon in the military term means a buddy fucker. And yep. so <laughs> this guy fucked me, had a lot of money, <laughs> and I'm selling them below my cost because they're semi-decent straps, but they're not great straps. Gotcha. Like the finish okay. wasn't that good around the holes, you know, just stuff like that. And and some of the nylon is just a different uh, type of nylon than the ones I requested. And, you know, I, I didn't feel comfortable about screwing somebody. Now, there's other companies out there that have name uh, have naming conventions for their company that would sell a product like that because they're cheap. Mm-hmm. This is not that person. <laughs> so I'm not going to call anybody out, but, uh, so, uh, uh, you know, that's why they're blue Falcons they're, gotcha. you know, because otherwise it's three grants and in the corner of my office and my wife's still <laughs> scolding at me. Like what happened? You know, <laughs> and I'm like, I got jacked, you know, what you expect? But that's crazy. So these, these straps came in, you did your QC and you're just like, yeah, these aren't up to snuff, but you know, let's put them on the site for super reduced cost just for the hell of it. But like letting people know, obviously what the case was. Yeah. Right? They sat here for six months because I sent them back to the manufacturer gotcha. and PayPal screwed me because I, they couldn't track exactly where it was at. So they wouldn't give me my money back and just on and on. It was a nightmare. And then they came back three months later in the mail after I paid $200 to ship them back to the manufacturer. So it was just like this big old pit of despair, but you know, live and learn. So I pay more to, to have a good manufacturer that provides great quality at all times. I mean, yeah, man, dude, speaking, speaking of which I want to talk about these, these toxic shiznits. These things are fucking awesome. Like, like, I don't know if anyone's directly told you, this is probably the nicest NATO I have ever worn. Like straight up, I think I te- I think I DM'd you that, and you're like, no, 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 no. I'm like, no, no, dude, fucking listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is fucking awesome, and it's it's one of those things where you see it, and then you see the price, and you wear it, and you're like, wow, this is this is absolutely like incredible. Like, what was the process behind, you know, super high level, but just you know, coming up with the idea of having them on the site? Because I think before you even had them on the site, you mentioned. You know, the seatbelt weave, the herringbone weave, you know, the process behind kind of, I guess, like having the idea, you know, sourcing them, putting your own spin on them. Because it has it has this super, super iconic, badass brushed angle hardware on here. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, what was that whole process like? And and is it still like an ongoing process? Has the whole relationship and, and thing been figured out or is it still kind of like still like pain points? It's it's still going on because I'm trying to get other colors. But honestly, oh, shit, that's right. it's... um. First, I take really bad pictures of them to confuse people <laughs> to not look so nice. That's my first selling technique. Got so it. you look Flush. at my pictures, yeah. you're like, ah, they kind of look okay, but they look like <laughs> shit too, you know? And then if I can confuse you enough, you'll buy it. And then, uh, <laughs> but it was a long process because what had happened was so many people was coming out with uh, seatbelt material and mm-hmm. and uh, they felt like shit or they were super thick or 
the finish on the hole sucked or, or something. And so I was talking to my manufacturer and we had a lot of iterations that just uh, weren't up to snuff. So I waited, I waited, I guess about eight months to bring them out just because nice. I wanted them right. I didn't want to right. just throw out something that uh, would be a quality control issue because I don't want to, anybody to ever have to contact me and say, Hey, you know, these suck balls. Right. And, um, you, you were doubtful at first. It's a, it's a hard material to, to work with. Well, the shitty part is, is it's so many strands of, uh, nylon. It's, it's like your bed sheets, you know, I think I've said this before. And like, so you have really cheap bed sheets, hunter count, and then you have thousand count. And so when you go to seal those holes, if you don't do them right, you screw it up, you know? And, Mm. and, uh, of course I still get people that expect them nylon not to fray for 14 years. And and it's like, (laughs) come on, dude. I'm like, your nylon pantyhose fray in a week. And you're complaining (laughs) about a, you know, strap that you wear every day. But, uh, it was, it was time consuming. Uh, the only complaints I've had about them is one guy told me that the hardware was too sharp. I don't know. Maybe he's sensitive. What does that mean? Maybe he's got nah. soft skin. Um, he's, <laughs> what is, I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, was he was he chewing on it? With I teeth? don't know. Oh, that's how is it sharp? He said he thought he was going to scratch his car or cut himself. And I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? <laughs> what is he doing with his car but, and his uh, NATO strap? Uh, this is ridiculous. Maybe it was a clown car. I don't know. Maybe it was but, a clown uh, car. I, I just, it was really hard not to laugh. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to bring dirt out on anybody, but it was just so so you know, and I I understood that he had an issue that was legitimate to him. Of course, so the only thing yeah, I could was do was just say, "Hey, send it back. I'll refund your money. Not a big deal, you know." Yeah, super fair. I mean, yeah, I I that I, the, you know what might have happened? He might have been used to NATOs that had that super like rounded, super shiny, yeah. polished, rounded edges. You know what I mean? Yeah, the cheap ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amazon, yeah, Amazon, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those serve a purpose uh, though, you know. I, I like I, I wear those too. Um and Yeah, I mean for me, it was part of the learning process for me. I didn't know much about NATOs. I still have the first NATO I ever got. I got it from from you, Michael. You gifted it to me. And like throughout the process I bought a whole bunch of different NATOs. And the thing is you don't really learn what a good quality product is. You don't really learn what good of a quality product the toxic NATO is until you've like gone through some sometimes. You're like, wow shit. I didn't realize how shitty these other NATOs were. <laughs> yeah, that's so like true. This one. I got you some, know? you know, because I think I already told you guys this story. I just started wearing NATOs like three years ago. And mm-hmm. I've been into mm-hmm. watches since the 80s. And uh, so I still have some of my original straps, and they're real smokers, dude. And wow. uh, compared to the ones <laughs> I sell and some other companies sell right now, the products, if, if they're a company that wants to invest money back into their company, they're putting out new and good products instead of selling the AliExpress regular run-of-the-mill yep. stuff, you know. Uh, 50 cent per NATO, charge 15 bucks. Yeah, and get it drop shipped from, you know, <laughs> wherever. And it's like, well, you know. Right. So, so so there's certain guys that, that put their heart and soul into it. Um, I don't want to call them out, and I don't know if they want me to call them out because – you never know. Some people like publicity and some people don't. 
Well, thing is, so, it's a different. It's a, it, it's different approaches to what you're doing. Some people will approach it as a business. It could be a business that's selling ketchup, that's selling you know uh, gloves or nail straps. It's a business, and then there are people who get into it because this is something very passionate about. Oh, and yeah. you started this business because of an experience. Yeah, you because I got jacked <laughs> on some straps. Exactly. <laughs> but look at well, exactly. I'll throw this out there. Look at Blue Shark. Joe works mm-hmm. his ass off to make a great product as best as he can. And he gives great deals, and his service is amazing. Mike, you have well, one of those, right? I, I got a couple. Well, of I want to bring I want to bring up uh, Blue Shark actually, because, um, you know, I I love. He's one of my boys. I it, like him. It mm. took it took me some time to to kind of warm up to it. It's a really thick strap, but it is an awesome and the quality's like, NATO strap. The quality is insane. Um, but recently, I kind of got loaned a uh, a Seiko Alpinist, oh, and the yeah. guy. The guy had a two a two piece blue shark strap on it, and dude, that thing is awesome. Uh, do you think you think you'd ever do like a like two piece strap? Well, I sell do you two do piece, those now. Two piece straps are called a uh, toxic duo. Uh, oh, okay, but they're a Zulu okay. type material. I I can't oh, do but. it with the with the herringbone or seatbelt material just because it would be so bulky at the spring bars. You know, you're talking about three millimeters thick. And then you'll have a two millimeter spring bar in there. So it'd be over the yeah. top of the crystal of your watch, you know, <laughs> be like, what the hell is that? But uh, yeah. another good strap is Phenomenator. If, if that's how you say it, I don't remember. I've got. But f- 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 Phenomenator? Yeah, Phenomenator, I've got one. Something of, like that? His yeah. name's Akos. I got one of his straps and they're amazing. And that guy put in a shitload of work to make them himself. But, you know, those are two guys that put their heart and soul into it. Same with Zach at Cincy Straps. Oh yeah, I mean they're they're out there. They're definitely out there. But like as we said at the beginning of the show, it's easier to throw a stone from your window and hit someone that's doing it bad in the wrong way and not with you know yeah not with the idea of actually contributing something to the urology community. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, so speaking of the toxic NATO right now, so I, I think I'm, I might have said this off air. I can't remember. I am now one full drink in, which is 14 normal drinks mm. for regular folks. So my <laughs> I'm coming in and out, man. I'm a little too loosey goosey at this moment, but. Um, talk to me about the different finishes and colors that Toxic Shiznits are available in. Because when I first bought one, there was uh, black, this Admiralty gray, and then one more I can't remember. Um, I think it was the black with the silver stripe down the center. Maybe it might have been something like that. Yeah. So so, but I bond. know since then. Yeah. So it's like, how many how many kind of offerings are there currently right now for the shiznit? First, since you're getting kind of loosey goosey, the tramp stamp you need is toxic natos when you're done. Okay. Let's get that out. <laughs> I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna get that done tonight. I'll send you the drawings for it. But <laughs> that's actually your, I, that's a pretty stickers. good tattoo. I'll just use the stickers and mock up. That's perfect. <laughs> but uh, um, so we're slowly coming out with other iterations. We have a few. See, I'm really basic. I, I don't go into all these crazy colors just because it minimizes your market. And and mm. and I won't wear that shit. If it has nine colors on it, it's out the door. I'm sorry. Um, right. Two or three, that's doable. But uh, so like I have the toxic, I think I call them toxic edge. So they're solid navy right now. I'm testing those out. And, and they have an orange down each side and one has uh, gray on each edge and uh, those were a pain in the ass because those are different colors on the edge so it's different material so actually oh, wow. having it weaved in there and manufactured without it separating it is a whole nother 
issue. Um, but I'm working towards more colors. Uh, okay. It's just slow because, uh, like I said, it's me and myself and I, and uh, right. uh, and it's the money I have <laughs> in my pocket. So a lot of people don't know when most watch companies are super <clears throat> small like me, you have to buy, you know, two to 300 of that same color and same size to have it manufactured. So like minimum order right. that you have to make. And, well. and so when people are like, Hey, can you make this uh custom strap with like, uh, <laughs> I want, I want penises as the buckle and, you know, snakes <laughs> as the hardware and pink swirls in it. It's like, really? It's like, dude, you know, if you, and if you buy 300 of those, yes, I'll make it. <laughs> if you buy 300 pink but dick I, swirl, I can't NATO sell straps. that shit. Right. Uh, That's funny, man. So so it's challenging in that sense because you want to do so much, but you can only do so much in the sense of being able to actually resell it, you know? Right. Well, the thing is, you know, with like to your point, within your sort of product offerings, there's an ethos of just like super straightforward stuff that works and will obviously help make your watch look awesome. With that in mind, you obviously still want to offer people more options. So it's kind of finding the balance between those two. So I'm super excited to see how this just knits, you know, evolve uh, down the road. I mean, what would you say right now is the most popular one? The one that uh, probably has sold the most? The Ad Admirality Gray, it sells yeah, the nice. most. Now, and here's the catch on that color. It's not exactly the Admirality Gray. It's really close though. But the okay. reason why is because that color is a blue-gray mix. And and trying to get that many strands of nylon to match that color, you pretty much have to take two different colors and weave them together. I think to get and that color twice the price. Yeah, and what's so I do? What's the deal with that color? Anyways, like why why do people get like such a hard on because that color? there's this uh, company that used to make them. Well, they still make them for CWC and, and Rolex back in the day when they were issued. And that was the main color they came with, and oh, okay. and so I do have one that's that's a regular NATO Admirality, and it, I actually use a Zulu uh, type of nylon, so it's a more robust nylon, and uh, it's not as fine as the Shiznit's, mm. and it's the exact color, but it's a re more robust strap. Now, if you go on eBay and buy mm. that Admirality, I, I can't say it shit. You know, I can't trap see off of eBay. <laughs> uh, I know the owner of the company is a great guy, but unfortunately, in the last few years, they're not as good as they used to be. They used to be really good, but mm. it, it, it's pretty much a cheap strap with a nice color. Wow. Um, Interesting. Okay. So it, it's a cool color, but I sell one in a Zulu type material because it's tougher. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a pretty fun color. I, I that's that's the actually the first shiznit that I bought, and it's funny. Um, I don't know. I saw that color on your side, and I was like, "That's that's kind of perfect for the CWC that I just bought." <laughs> oh, so, and it works great for know, black, black and blue watches. And the other is, issue with it is that material has like a sheen. So I don't even know if you can yeah. pull off the Admirality color in that material just because it yeah. has a sheen. You know, so it might change like you, hey, we, we made it to this color, but then in this lighting, it looks like this, you know, or in this lighting, mm -hmm. it's really dark or 
because it's almost a charcoal, the admirality yeah. with a blue. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's just the thing is that I didn't – so when I heard about the Shiznit and I saw it offered on the site, so I missed out on the first wave because they sold out in like a second. They and sold then out they came out again. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's crazy. And, like, and so and the, the, another iteration happened, and I'm like, and like, I think I bought one, and I think I DM'd you on Instagram, and I'm like, I fucking bought one, you know, and it came in, and I didn't really know what to expect. I heard people say herringbone weave, I heard people say seatbelt weave, but I, for me, for me in my limited capacity to properly conceive and conceptualize of things, I didn't really know what that meant. I got the strap. It's fucking, the, the, there's a sheen, it's super soft, it's super smooth. It's to the point where, now, my... I love my fiance more than anything, more than air. Okay. <laughs> uh -oh. But when I show, wow. so like when I'm looking at watches, she'll be like, she won't, she, they're all blue watches. The Rolex blue dial Submariner is the same as the Seiko SNK of the blue dial. They're all blue watches to her. You know what I mean? I love her to death. But with the NATO, I was wearing this and she noticed the sheen. She's like, oh yeah, there's like a, there's like a shine on there. I'm like, oh yeah, this is like a really cool toxic NATO's, you know, that guy. And uh, he makes this, it's got this herringbone weave, and I'm like, feel how soft it is. And so she felt, she's like, wow. And then I took it off so she could feel it more, and she took it and she put it on her face. She's like, it's so soft. <laughs> and my first reaction was, that has been dangerously close to my balls. Please don't put that on Well, that's face. how we tested right. them to make sure they were soft, was I rubbed them on my, my, my nipples. Uh, now you know, First, guys. I enhanced them with Icy Hot. And then <laughs> if I rubbed it over it and it didn't tingle too much, then it was a perfect you know, texture. You heard it here, folks. If you buy a toxic shiznit, you are basically two degrees separation away from Terry's icy hot nipples. All right. It's something it I learned in basic training. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, and uh, my That's wife so really funny. loved this sheen, too. Like yeah. like your fiance, you know, my wife's like, oh, they all look the same. But uh, <laughs> when I showed her the strap, she's like, ooh, do they come in yeah. purses? I'm like, really? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> but like that's how that's how noticeable the difference is because I, I i then showed her like another regular nato and i showed her the toxicism side by side and it was like you can see when someone's face elicits the night and day reaction that's what happened with her. right like, that's actually the difference in these straps so if you're ever at all curious um you know you go out buy the strap or go and check out the review on twobrokewashknobs.com um uh, it's going to be up there uh, there's a lot more I want to cover, and I'm looking at the clock, and and my 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 my, my agenda's kicking in. But I really, Terry, I think the world wants to know: Can you tell us the story about the Rolex Air King? About but 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 ODB? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> basically, uh, I think I was on Reddit, and uh, some guys out of maybe they're out of New York. I don't. Is it properly wound? They had a properly wound. I don't know what the it was. The two guys they, sitting on they've like had, a futon. They've had like, yeah, they've had like three different names. Yeah. we've noticed. Okay. Yeah, and and in my opinion, the real name should have been two gay guys on a couch. But uh, because they seemed like they were like tussling on the futon or whatever right before every video, like they're trying to fix their hair or decide they're looking at watches or something. I don't. It seemed weird, <laughs> but uh. So you're watching that show. Yeah, I was they posted a thing on um Reddit saying, Hey, we need to help our bro out, blah blah blah. He put a watch on top of a car and 
you know, blah. <laughs> right. and like, he, put, he put the watch on top of a car and he drove away by accident. Yeah, and because he was putting his daughter in the car seat, which I totally understand, you know, right. that disconnect because, you know, we've done it with like food on top of the car when you leave a restaurant or something, you know. So uh, I was like, wow, that really sucks, you know. And uh, so I, right away I, I said, you know, let me check out his video about him talking about the watch. And mm-hmm. uh, I saw the video and was pretty much appalled. But uh, besides that, I was like looking at the watch and I'm like, dude, that's a hot turd. <laughs> and I'd love rats. to own it. I'm like, because I've owned a lot of hot turds, but I've never had one that smoking, you know. So, uh, so he put the watch on top of the car. It wasn't like, was it like in a case? Yeah, was it, like it, it was in a Rolex case with the warranty and wow. everything. I, I guess he was, he was going to buy it from a friend that lives in town. And then his friend decided he didn't want to sell it or something. And, uh, right. so, something, yeah, so something he like was that. like, he did now. a video on it and then, uh, then he, uh, supposedly sold all his watches to buy it. And then the friend backed out and then uh, when he posted his video on Reddit, I mean on uh, YouTube doing his uh, general hospital cry asking for money <laughs> to uh, uh, fix his watch or whatever, you know. And and it was pitiful. Uh, what's it called? The Razzie Awards? He should have got a Razzie Award. But, uh, <laughs> I, remember when the, I remember when the video was going around, it was definitely generating some buzz. Just kind of yeah. given the... Not like just the story, but the presentation and the nature of it. And the thing is, like, at the end of the day, it sucks. It does oh, suck. It totally sucks. That could happen to anyone. You know but I mean? but how you handle the, a situation new Rolex in life is what are, makes like you right. you a person, right? Or, right, or right, your right. decisions mm-hmm. later on in life. And and uh, he handled a little different than I think I would have. And so that wasn't the issue. I just said, you know, I'll buy the watch off you. And uh, nice. uh, it didn't go that smooth. But I did buy the watch off of them. Um, Can you break down the damage? Like, how bad was the watch when you got? So it got. It came in the mail. Uh, uh, well, I thought it was going to get to me, and and it wasn't a real Rolex 2016 uh, Air King. You know, I you just had this. Watch? I had this thought in my mind, like you know, maybe it was a fake watch. And, mm. and uh, because there's some guys out there that post a lot of fake watches and say they're real and they're heavy hitters in the watch world. So, you know, this guy making, I don't know what he had, 12 videos before this happened or something. It wouldn't be, something like that, you know, yeah. uncalled for if it was a fake watch or. Gotcha. And, and so I, I had my ass on the line because my wife's like, it better be real. And then I showed it to her when I got in. She's like, that's a piece of shit. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> but uh, uh, so basically the hands were gone. The crystal was gone. Uh, bracelet and links were gone. Box was trashed. The movement came apart. The magnetic it has a magnetic uh, shielding inside of it. And it was dented. Yeah. And it, it was pretty jacked. Uh, I have a good watchmaker that works for Toxic NATO, though. So I, I think, including price, I think we were into it at $2,100. Hmm. After all the repairs and everything? Yeah, and that's paying my guy hourly, and, you know, he's wow. $100 an hour. So, uh, wow, wow, wow. Uh, 
So I didn't uh, realize it was that badly jacked up. It sounds like basically if there was something on the watch that could have been broken or gone, it was broken. And oh gone, yeah, and, and, it well, like. and see, <laughs> the movement wasn't. The movement was torqued a lot, so the problem was a lot of time was spent because if it's bent, you know, half a millimeter this way or that away, it stops it from running correctly or keeping correct right. time. So actually taking each part, you know, taking each part off of it and then making sure it's aligned and all that, when you don't have another movement sitting there, you know, it's harder to figure out, okay, why isn't this auto wind working or... And so it was trial and error. And, and the hardest thing about it is taking pictures because the dial is so scratched up and it's such a hot turd. Um, hmm. It's hard to take pictures <laughs> of because it looks gray. And and uh, uh, and it's not a pretty dial stock already. So, you know, uh, but nope. it's not. <laughs> but it fits great. But uh, um, And it has no loom on it except for 12 o'clock, which, you know, sucks for a guy like me that loves loom. But... Oh, well, it's my hot turd. And then uh, <laughs> the other issue was the uh, crystal had actually burnt into the case. So Ooh. it like fused the gasket and everything into it. So we had to get the bezel off and then take a torch and burn out the the crystal and gasket. Jeez. Because it must have like been dragged under a car yeah, or something like that. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Hit the road. Right. And so, uh, yeah, it, it's a smoker, dude. That's what I love about it. And the lugs are just, wait wait till you see it. The lugs are turned blue from it being drugged across the road. And uh, it, I have a few. It looks pretty pretty fucking cool, though, man. I, I'm looking wait at till you see here. it now, dude. Uh, well, see, I went, uh, what was it? Last week we went to Austin because uh, uh, we have a new grandbaby. So mm-hmm. we purchased Yay. him. Congrats. No, I'm joking. But my uh, stepson's <laughs> girlfriend had a baby, so we went down to support them. And uh, so a friend of mine, that fellow watch nerd, mm-hmm. he said, hey, come on by, dude. Let's go lunch. I said, cool. I show up. He's like, meet me at the country club. And I'm like, okay. So I, you know, mapped it and went there. And, and he's like, come down to Marina. I'm like, okay, what the hell's going on? So I go down to Marina. He's like, hey, we're going surfing. I'm like, dude, I'm fat. I'm ready to go eat. <laughs> so uh we got behind surf and turf yeah so we went uh basically you go behind a ski boat that's weighted down with water in the back and it creates waves and you do like a uh you're on a surfboard and you get pulled up like you're water skiing but you let go of the rope and then you surf on the waves behind the boat right and uh right. so me being you know the smart guy of the neighborhood i didn't check the crown on the watch so nice. he's out there surfing with his uh, Rolex GMT ceramic. He gets off, and then I go, Oof. and, you know, they drug me quite a bit. And uh, after I was done with the abuse, I got back into the boat. I was like, dude, I think I'm toasted. And uh, I looked down, and, like, half of my dial is, like, full of water. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, wow, dude, I just did a, a freaking uh, new guy move, a newbie move, you know. Ooh. So I like dump trying to dump it out. Of course, the gaskets wouldn't let it go out, but uh, I showed him. He's like, "Holy shit!" So, you know, so now it's gonna have a crusty hands on it, and you know, it, wait, that it's patina nice now. <laughs> wait, that that poor fucking watch has been through so much. Yeah, she deserves it. 
Hey, but but it makes it, dude. It makes it that much more like of a cool watch. Right. I, well, my watchmaker was like, "Should we <laughs> get know, a new man. hand? Should we?" I was like, "No, dude. That's <laughs> that's perfect the way it is. I it's not. I didn't do like CWC did and went and made a new watch and pissed on it. This watch got <laughs> jacked up for real, you know. Yeah. But crazy. uh. So so you got all the water out. You got all the moisture out of it. I, remember I, I saw you. I saw photos of you. I put. I saw it, photos of someone. Someone trying. Yeah, I put it. I I see you doing the cell phone trick, man. You have it in the Ziploc bag with the rice. Yeah, and it took it took quite a bit of moisture out. But then uh, another friend, uh, Jay, fluted uh, bezel or bezel, bezel. However mm. you say it, uh, is in Austin, and he pinged me. Hey, dude, you want to meet up? So I went by, and I had to take old smoker out of the. Uh, Ziploc, and then he took some pictures, and it was fogging up all the whole time. It was like, wow, she's getting trashed. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah that trailer park girl's looking rough. But, uh, <laughs> you know, and then we had to take the bezel and uh, take a file to it to get it over to Crystal because it, it had drugged so much on the road, I think. It burned the bezel where there was edges hanging over to Crystal. Jeez. So, uh, that fucking watch. Yeah, man. she's cool. But it's, but it's 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 good now. It's it's a it's a clunker, but it's good to go. It's all it's in process and everything. In we just okay, cool. we process. just got the case to pass uh, ten ATM again. So so uh, <laughs> nice. Now it's well. You know you know what's funny. I I I really hated that watch. The twenty sixteen Air Absolutely, King. Absolutely, dude. Just, it's an ugly ass watch. I I didn't see I didn't see anything that I liked in that watch when it came out, but Me either. you know, I see this one and what it's fucking what it's been through. <laughs> I'm just like that's a fucking watch, man. Like, <laughs> well, and and it's, you know, some people told me, "Oh, it's a Rolex, it's strong, it can do this." I'm sorry, dude. The watch was beat to shit. <laughs> the movement was everywhere. It has anti-magnetic blah 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 case, all this stuff. Yeah, it took some abuse, but it didn't hold up. It's, people talk, oh, it's a Rolex. It'll hold up to anything. Dude, any watch that goes through that isn't going to hold up. I don't give a shit what it is. Yeah. You should you should take it to Basel World 2018. <laughs> you should take it to the Rolex booth and be like, hey, man. <laughs> well, you know, the dude that had it was talking about sending it to uh, RSC to get an estimate mm. on. And I was like, oh, come that on. was after we agreed to a price. And I, I told him, I was like, Good luck. They might confiscate it and flush it down a shitter, you know? Because that's what I would do. If you send that to me asking what I could do with it, buy a new one. Because by the time you buy the parts from me, it's going to be over a new one. And the case is torqued on it. It does have a twist to it. Wow. Um, Jesus. I had a a couple guys that were going to laser weld the case for Mm -hmm. me and make it all nice. But, uh, you know, I decided to keep it the way it is because I screwed up. Like, I I bought a, a... a Milgoss bezel for it used okay. off of eBay. Oh, cool. And I told you, dude, I'm a sharpshooter sometimes. And, uh, it came in the mail and, and my desk is down in the basement and, uh, my family sits everything on the table. Well, my wife had opened it up. So I thought it was for her and I thought it was empty and I threw it in the garbage and it was oh, my bezel. Oh my God. So the next day I'm like, Hey, have you seen my bezel? You know, I tracked it, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, it was on the table. I'm like, you're you're shitting me, right? I'm like, garbage already picked up this morning. So I called a garbage company, and they're like, oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, we'll call you. At, we dumped the trucks at 4 o'clock. Uh, you can come over and rake through it, and we can dump it for you. Well, I was at work, and so uh, this 
So I said, okay, I could be there for if you call me. Well, they didn't call me till six and I was at work. So I was like, well, I already slotted time to be there. So now I'm staying late at work to cover that time, you know, so I can't come now. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to patch the turd up. I'm like, <laughs> she's going to smoke the whole time I own her. She's perfect the way she is. Yeah. And, and, you know, even though she looks like a crackhead, I still love her the same. It's your crackhead. Yeah. Dude. That's your Rolex crackhead. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just get her a fix every so often. She's good to go. <laughs> just take her skiing once a week and she'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually writing down hashtag Rolex crackhead because that's fucking awesome. I want to see. Well, I thought see if o- I can get- Old DB would like represent it quite well. So, so, so that is, that's officially the name, Old DB. Just to, that's just to what confirm. I call it. That's what I'm going to call it too now, Old DB. <laughs> but um, sadly, it looks like we're getting towards the end. Um, there are still some things uh, uh, I want to talk about. So just in regards to toxic names, the conversation that we're having, um, if there's anything that's been mentioned on the show or anything that you want Terry to elaborate on in regards to his product offerings or the way he, he throws things away off his table, or not <laughs> him, but his wife, uh, you can definitely hit him up. He's super, super accessible. He's super, super open, as you've just heard on the show. Um, it's doing good work for good products, uh, uh, for a good community, which is, you know, the watch fam. Um, okay. I got a lot to do in like two or three minutes. Uh, so really quick, this is the one year anniversary special. Terry was kind enough to, to, to show up and just kind of talk shit with us and everything like that. Um, we also asked you guys, uh, over the course of a few episodes to let us know your favorite kind of moments, you know, from the show and everything like that. And Michael, a majority of the people voted for you. Calling the watch fam cocksuckers. Nice. Yeah, it's when I when I called when I called everybody, everybody universally cocksuckers for bidding on a glycine airman that I was trying to win. <laughs> yep. And that watch, dude. Those those reissues are hard as hell to fucking find right now. You you find you find the shitty vintage versions, like with like crappy hands, uh, all the time. You do. But uh. You know the nice, you know the nice thirty-six millimeter reissue purist um, that looks just like the original, which is perfectly fine. Like before the Invicta purchase, mm-hmm. uh, they're they're hard as hell to find. So yeah, yeah all of you guys that bid uh, before me and beat me, you're all cocksuckers. I'm still gonna say it. <laughs> but aren't those like fifteen <laughs> millimeter high or something? No, they're they're not. They're pretty thin, they? man. Um, I wasn't yeah, sure yeah. On that it's model. just. I mean, I mean, we we said it before, you know. Invicta bought glycine, oh, yeah. and uh, you know they said like, who the fuck speaking of smokers, six millimeter watch, <laughs> 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 like who did this? And they they found out who made the thirty six millimeter glycine airman, and they fucking took that guy out back and shot him dead. Yeah. Oh yeah, Invicta <laughs> killed the shit out of that guy. That guy did. <laughs> so that's that. They yeah, that's him. also my favorite boarding moment. <laughs> That was it's, a good moment. I think one yeah. of my my personal favorite moments, I think, is when I announced the idea with Rivka watches to the watch family. Because that, after that episode, for the next week or two, I was just flooded with fucking emails from people saying not only it was a good idea, but people just sharing their personal stories about their struggles with like the nine to five office job and everything like that. So like that, for me, was a great show moment, but also like just like a a, a super good. I mean, I, I mean, not to sound weird or sappy, but like a life moment because it was one of it's yeah. it's always difficult for me to have connections face to face with people because um because of my learning disability and it's just it's just difficult for me sometimes to make human connections. But I connected so strongly with so many fucking people that just listen to me talk about my dick on air. 
You know what I mean? Because hearing the stories like that, very strong. <laughs> I mean, like, Michael, that's what we talk about. Hmm. Well, you talk about watches and Rolex and stop talking about penises. I mean, that's basically the breakdown. You know what I'm saying? I don't know anything about watches. I know about dicks. That's about it. You know? <laughs> and big zeros. We're kind of big zeros. Um, so I think that was probably my favorite moment. I think that was, that might have been episode 28 or 29. Me just talking about Rifka watches. I think that was... Way back. I was, what's up? Way back. <laughs> Way, yeah, that was, that was uh, yeah, okay, we can say that now. Fucking 52 episodes in. That was a long fucking time ago. Because I expected people to email me and, be just, and just be like, lame. I expected 75 emails of that. Hmm. Which is, and I got the complete opposite. So I think that was... A good moment. Um, we didn't talk about this beforehand, Terry. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but do you have any favorite moments from the show? <laughs> I can send you all my spam that says lame. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, forward that shit. Any any Viagra ad, any spam, any sex spot messages, you send them our way. We know what to do with them. Honestly, dude, every episode I listen to is funny as hell. If it's orphan teeth, <laughs> tuna balls, whatever, friggin' tuna balls. I think tuna balls is a pretty tuna good. Balls was a you're naked, <laughs> rubbing your cat while you're talking to people on there. You know, just, <laughs> that's what I do. I live a very simple lifestyle. A tuna right. cans next to your growing area. It's like wow, dude. they're all great. <laughs> Living the dream. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. So, um, I know we're crunched for time. Uh. So, um, in honor of the 52nd episode winning anniversary, in honor of also having Terry on, uh, Terry's been super, super kind enough to offer Two Broke Watch Knob listeners a uh, limited time uh, coupon code for uh, Toxic NATOs. Um, so, it's basically, it's super simple. TBWS is the code. You go to Toxic NATOs, you go to the website, you choose what you like, shizn't it. You add it to your cart, shizn't it. And then you go through the checkout process, isn't it? And then you apply the coupon code um, uh, while you're going through the e-commerce checkout, you know, uh, uh, cart and all that stuff like that. And um, is this super troopers? Just, you you know, keep on saying isn't it? How many times can you say? I just cat? I, I'm trying to I, I'm trying to do something subliminal, but it's not working. I think I'm saying it too loud. I'm not subtle. Two drinks in, I'm not subtle. Before I was drinking iced scotch. Now I'm just drinking like like lukewarm testicle scotch. It's it's. It's tough. I'm not like a big drinker drinker. I'm drinking in honor of the one year anniversary. So nice. <clears throat> Hell, my wife didn't even oh, know yeah. what shiznit meant. And she was like, you're seriously <laughs> going to call it that? I'm like, it's the shiznit. Why wouldn't it's I? It's the shiznit. Yep. And it's like an 80s term. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Hell yeah, it's, it's perfect. So My site's all about were, stupid stuff. Site's all about badassness. So if you were ever, if you, if you were looking at something on Toxic Nanos and you're looking for some sort of incentive to kind of pull the trigger, dude, this is the fucking time. The code's going to last for, how long is the code going to last for, Terry? A week? Sure. Perfect. Perfect. So uh, <laughs> starting on Monday, does that work for you? That works. Awesome. Amazing like a trailer um, park girl. There you go. Oh, 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 DB. <laughs> I'm excited to see how that watch, the progress of that watch. You'll see her soon. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in addition, uh, so yeah, in addition to the coupon code, so huge thanks to Terry for that. Really means a lot. Huge thank you to all you guys who've listened to us from, I mean, episode one. I mean, we've had people who've been following the fucking feed since before there was a podcast. Fucking OG, OG TBWS. You know what I'm saying? So, huge thank you to all you guys. Huge thank you to people who are jumping on now. A lot of new listeners are jumping on now. Um, really quick about the two book watch snobs 3,000 follower giveaway. We are giving away a Timex Navi Harbor with three Toxic Nano Toxic Royal RF style straps, Toxic Nano Spring Bar tool, uh, Toxic Nano sticker, and some fucking you, you know Toxic candies. They're basically sour warheads that that make you sterile. Hmm. Uh, they're really really sour. So if you like that, that's where it's at for you. Or if you're looking for a cheap vasectomy, this is where it's at hmm. for you. 
to enter the two book walks not 3000 follower giveaway starting from this date when you are hearing this episode october 16th uh whatever fucking year 2017 you go to our facebook page Yes, we have a Facebook page. <laughs> um, it's something we're kind of slowly trying to build out because a large majority of our audience isn't even on Instagram. And so we want to address that. We're super, super sorry about that, that you guys don't see like all the Catter Day posts and all the crap like that. So we're getting more present on Facebook. You go to Facebook and you like the page. If you like the page from October 16th to two weeks after that, fuck, I should have looked this up. Michael, how long is two weeks after October 16th? You're sober. Uh, nope. 30th. <laughs> The 30th, thank you, dude. Uh, yeah, so yeah. the 16th, yeah, that's probably right. 16th to the 30th, you like uh, the Tuber Watch Times page. In that time frame, you will be entered, randomized uh, uh, entry uh, to win the Timex uh, Navi Harbor. In addition to that, keep an eye out because I will be reviewing the watch in case you're curious about it but don't know if you want to enter. You can read the review and check it out. Um, so on the Facebook page, you go and like it. That's it. While you're there, if you want to leave us a review, that would be super, super cool, but that is not an obligation to enter the contest. All you got to do is like us, but if you want to leave a review, that would mean a lot. That would only just help us spread our 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 our, our horology smut for the masses. Um, huge shout out to the Watch Fam for completing Watch Fast. Uh, a lot of people are doing it. Terry's gonna start one. I have to start one as soon as I can find a, a skirt that goes well with my with my low self esteem. But I want to do a shout out to two people who completed it just recently. I'm gonna fuck this up, Mister KCDV, Mister Kadiv. Bro, you know, bro, you know who the fuck you are. The other person is suburban underscore. I hope I'm saying that right. Suburban underscore diver just completed their watch fast. Thirty days. Keep an eye out on the website. I'm gonna do a watch fast hall of fame. Gonna be like a really cool area where you know people can see who's completed it and everything like that. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Michael, I'm sorry for talking so much. Am I missing anything? No, I think we're good. Isn't E8 doing that shit again? Watch fast. He He's is almost done. A freaking He's almost machine, done, dude. He's a beast. You're gonna do it. Eight, eight, eight. You're gonna you're gonna do it, man. You're gonna do what I couldn't do. He's like the Robocop of Watchfest. Right? <laughs> He's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. Um and a lot I know a lot of other people will do it. I have it all written down, so um yeah, super, super cool. Um Terry, do you have any 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 parting words? We gotta have you on the show again, man. And we're gonna see you at wind up, right? You're gonna be a wind up, dude. I will be there. He for will a be few there. Days. They yeah, might throw my it's ass be out awesome. though. Dude, they're gonna throw, <laughs> we're going to walk in there with fucking two-book watch now. Sure. Be like, we're get that short brown dude. Out. Let's smoke his ass. <laughs> hit him Quit, with hit your back ass. Hit him with your back Hit him with your bond knees. <laughs> what? Just do it, man. <laughs> Not a fucking option. Get his brown ass out of here. No. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. So if you're at Wind Up this year, October 27th to the 29th, if you're in the New York City area, look for us. We're gonna be wearing two wear watch knob shirts. Security will probably be escorting us out. I'll be yelling. I'll be yelling, yelling Gattaca as loud as I can, or or Rodney King. Whatever will get the most attention as they're escorting me out of the building. But um, but yeah. So Mike, are we good to go? I'm sorry for talking too much. No, I th- I, I think we're good. This I hope is, I didn't uh... miss anything. Happy, happy one year anniversary, Kaz. Yeah, congratulations, Happy one guys. year anniversary. Thank you, yeah, man. Th- thank, thank you, you, man. Thank you, Terry, for being here. I can't here. even Michael, get more than one and you guys complete a year. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you taking your zinc? Are you taking your zinc, uh, dude? It's supposed to I'm help. I'm overdosing on it. <laughs> vitamin, vitamin B5. But yeah, so, so, well, you know, he, so I'm, I'm, I'm raising up my glass. I was doing it as if people could fucking see me. But uh, yeah, so I'm raising up my glass. So here's a toast of the past year. 
Thank you to everyone that's been along for the ride. Thank you everyone that's heard us talk about funny shit, personal shit, redonkulous shit. Heard me getting drunk in the air a couple of times. Terry, thank you for for being one of the first people to really, I don't know if believe is the right word, but reach out and say you thought what we were doing was different and interesting. Basically, I put up with your shit. That's what you you put up. You put up with my yeah. bullshit, dude. <laughs> but no, so thank you to Terry, Mike. Thank you for putting up with my bullshit. I'm sorry for interrupting you all the time. One day you'll get me back somehow. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> somehow, punch him in the balls somehow. from behind. Some yeah, some way, dude. Some some way you'll give me like a surprise rusty trombone or oh. some something is gonna just <laughs> throw me best. off. Right, Terry knows what I'm talking about. <sighs> okay, are we ready? Ready to do the sign off? We're good. Okay, um, Terry, do you want to say bye first, and then Mike, and then I'll 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 close it. That's good. Yeah. All right, Terry, go for it. You start saying bye, and then Mike will jump in. Thanks, guys, once again for uh, inviting me to be a part of the podcast, even though I won't shut oh, yeah. the hell up. It, it was a <laughs> pleasure, Terry. My name is my name is Mike. This is Kaz. You have listened to two book watch knobs. This has been our one year anniversary episode, and yeah, thanks to the watch family. Here's to another year. Peace.